0: Hello, and welcome to my bullet journal journey. I'm your host, Danny Kay, here to give an update on how February bullet journaling went for me. February was a month of self-reflection and self-discovery for me, which will certainly change how I journal starting in March. I felt wonderful after February was over, feeling that I had had a lot of growth. However, in February, I didn't meet all the goals or many of them, really, that I set for myself, but I did get close, so I'm counting that as a win. First, I'm going to talk about how bullet journaling itself went, and then I will talk about my thoughts, perspective, and growth. So here we go. Perhaps the biggest realization I have was that mentally, my week begins on Mondays, in January January and February, however, I had been laying out my weeks based on the start of the year. So January 1st was a Friday. So my first spread started on a Friday, ended on a Thursday. Eventually, and I'm not really sure how it happened, my weeks kind of got screwed up and my weekly layouts were Thursday through Wednesday. This might seem completely obvious to you, but it it took two months for me to figure this out. But really, like, on what planet is that a meaningful setup that's going to promote productivity and motivation? It only took me two months to figure out, but I got there. I don't know about you guys, but having a new weekly spread really gives me a boost in energy and motivation. At the end of one weekly spread, I'm excited to start a new one, but that wasn't happening until midweek in January and February. And what I noticed was that my habits were more consistent starting Wednesdays and Thursdays. I thought to myself, I really don't get going until Wednesday, Monday and Tuesdays are kind of a wash for me. You know, I'd wake up late. I wasn't doing my yoga consistently. I wasn't eating well. I would leave laundry in the dryer or skip cleaning the kitchen. And it was really obvious in my habit trackers that there was something amiss there. So once I did figure this out, Changing my weekly layouts really made sense. Mentally, I consider Monday to be the start of my week, and the weekend is the end. A traditional calendar marks Sunday as the start of the week, so I could have gone that route, but again, I don't see my work that, my week that way. I see Sunday as the end of the week. Monday as the beginning. You know, Saturday and Sundays are kind of my bonus days at the end of the week to get stuff done without really having to worry about work. So we are now, it is March 8th, we are a week into March, and while it's too early for me to say that this is definitive, I did wake up early all but one day last week, which was a huge bonus for me. And I do like the change in my weekly layout format so far. Another thing I got rid of was that I was tracking the week of the year. But again, my weeks got thrown off. I don't even know if it was correct by the end of it. And so I just got rid of that because it doesn't really serving me and it wasn't meaningful to me in any way. I also started using in March, which I had not done consistently before, was a weekly goal and task list on my weekly spreads because I want to have my weeks be more focused. Like, what do I want to do this week? I am having a hard time in practice distinguishing sometimes between goals and tasks, but I'm going to get there. I'm going to figure it out. I did just this morning end up setting goals, monthly goals for my habits, like I did last month. And I think that's probably why until now, the I was conflating the tasks and the goals because I wasn't really sure what they, my goals were going to be. I'm reading the bullet journal by Ryder Carroll, and he stresses how vital writing things down is and it's really the whole basis for the system. And so that's why I feel like it's important for me to write down my weekly goals. Again, I kind of procrastinated in March again with my bullet journal set up. So that might be, I'm feeling a little behind and I think that might be a reason. So I'm going to make it a priority to start. My April spread probably in another week, like halfway through March. I'm going to go ahead and start that. Another big change I'm incorporating into my life that includes my bullet journal is setting aside Sunday as a reset day. I got this idea from YouTuber Asia Jackson, and I've done it twice, two weeks in a row. And I'm pretty happy with it. She Asia uses one day a week to clean and get her environment back in order, review her goals, plan out her week, reflect on the week that has passed. And it made a lot of sense to me and was really appealing. Normally, I try to cram so much in on my weekends, and it's hard for me to strike a balance between cooking, cleaning, and working on projects and spending time with my family. And I'll be honest, sometimes it feels like although I'm cooking or cleaning, I feel like a hamster in a wheel sometimes where I burn a lot of time doing these without really accomplishing anything. Like it's more just busy work. So having a dedicated day to cleaning and also resetting my brain and not putting a lot of pressure on myself was something I wanted to try on. Last weekend when I tried it for the first time, it didn't go as planned, but that's okay. It was really refreshing and I feel like even though it didn't go according to plan, I still got a lot accomplished. And also by doing that midway through last week, like my house is not the mess that it normally is, especially I have a small child, but I myself am also kind of a mess. So I'm trying to do kind of a midweek mini reset. And that is really cutting down the time I'm spending and cleaning both on the weekend and throughout the week. So I really, really am digging the whole reset day. I like it a lot. As for cooking, I created a meal planning spread this month. I did it last month too, but this month I added a calendar because I realized. I need to see the calendar when I'm trying to spread things. I'm incorporating more calendars in the month of March because I realized it is it does help me to visualize what's going on. I don't normally meal plan far in advance because we eat a lot of leftovers basically until we run out or we're sick of it. But I would like to start on at least a weekly basis planning out meals. So, I can figure out my evenings. Thankfully, I'm only cooking for three, so I don't end up cooking every night. And like I said, we eat a lot of leftovers, but I do spend a significant amount of time cooking, cleaning, planning to cook, shopping. I like doing it, but it is kind of a time suck. And some nights I might have to work do some stuff after my day job and trying to cram in cooking and content creation into one night is sometimes too much. So I want to start looking at my content plans, my meal plans, what's going on in my life and try to plan both strategically. Again, I love cooking, but when I looked at how I'm spending my time, a good portion is going here. This month, I also added a content planner for my two projects, this one, River Flower Art, and a podcast I do with my husband. Now, I have to make time for both, and my other podcast does have hard deadlines, so I want to make sure I'm able to stay on top of both. So to do so, I put them both on the same spread and added another calendar so I can see what needs to be done, what I need to make a priority between the two. This might be something I look at. I have done content planning for about two weeks into the month of March, but I might end up doing it on a weekly basis on my reset days, see what I need to get done and try to plan my week that way. I changed the format of my habit trackers this month. So prior to this, I used calendars for each habit. And I did like that, it was a little tedious to set up. But this month I'm doing more of a grid style. So I numbered down the Y axis of the page, one through 31. And then I listed each habit across the top and I will fill in the little block. So I ended up changing Because even though I got some really valuable information from having my habits in a calendar format, like seeing when I was most consistent with my habits, I ended up, I set goals last month and I ended up coming up like two days short on basically all of them. So this month, I want to focus on just getting as many days completed as possible rather than focus on what days I'm doing them. So I'm curious to see how that will make a difference. I'll let you know at the end of next month. I had also been doing a cleaning bingo and it was a little bit fun, but it just kind of felt superfluous and not something that I wanted to carry forward this week or this month. I might pick it up again later, but it just wasn't really doing it for me at the time. I added a reading list, and this is kind of a big deal for me. I'll get to some of my reflection, which relates to this in a minute. But my mindset has changed, and it's left me feeling inspired and motivated. It's given me energy. I used to not be able to finish books, and it's a terrible habit. My husband is an avid reader. like He can finish a book in a day. But I just don't have the attention span or the motivation to finish a lot of times. And other things will take priority over sitting down to just read. But I've been really inspired lately and am accumulating a list of books I want to tackle to help me on my mindset journey. I read one book in February. I started a second, The Bullet Journal. And I, I can't wait to finish that one. I'm very excited. But and then I have the next one that I'm gonna read shortly after. So I'm I'm really making a lot of progress, I feel like, in my personal life. And I'm very I'm very excited about this one. It feels nice to be excited about a topic again. It's been a very long time. Aesthetically, I normally do a different iteration of my theme for every every weekly spread in my bullet journal, and I thought this would help me creatively, you know, to just have a prompt and just do as many different types of it that you can, but in February, I ended up loving my cover page so much. I did daffodils, and I just loved how they looked on my cover page. So I ended ca- ended up carrying it through in February, starting at a, about the second week, and I did the rest of my weekly themes like that. And I'll be honest, I do like having one consistent theme. I look back through February and January, and they were just kind of busy. So it wasn't bad. I thought creatively I got something from it, but at the same time, it was definitely more aesthetically pleasing when I just had the one consistent theme. So I did one theme through March and it just looks a lot cleaner and more minimalist, which I really like. If you're interested in seeing my March theme, you can check me out on Instagram. I also posted a TikTok, which I was very proud of myself. Please go easy on on me because it was my first one. While I'm only, I'll be 33 this month. But I'm like a nine-year-old sometimes on social media, especially when new ones come out. So I was quite proud of my TikToks. I think I posted two in the last few weeks. And hey, that, that's a part of my growth too, huh? Let's just let's just go with that. So that's how aesthetically my bullet journal changed this month. I mean some major changes to the weekly spreads. I went with one design throughout. I changed my habit trackers, deleted some spreads and functions that weren't serving me. It looks a lot different this month, but I'm very happy with how it turned out. Now let's get into the reflection part. I started thinking about bullet journaling and what's motivating about it to me. I had the realization about how I look at my weeks, and I realized I was doing some introspection, and it just kind of snowballed from there. I love looking on Instagram at all the bullet journal spreads because they're beautiful, and the walkthroughs on YouTube. But what appeals to me more is the why what motivates us, how we draw strengths in times when we're down or unmotivated, how we measure productivity. And I'm starting to get into the meat of all this in the bullet journal. As I said in my introduction podcast, I started bullet journaling because I felt overwhelmed and at the same time directionless. In my bullet journal, I still plan a lot in my day and I end up migrating most of it. But being forced to interact with an item every day makes me conscious of the progress that I do make. I often start a task that I don't finish and that's okay because I'm moving things along. And even if I have a goal of getting four major projects done in a week, finishing two or three is a win. It's the whole shoot for the moon and if you miss you'll land among the stars. And this this perhaps where part of my problem was before, it wasn't completely Productivity, although that was a large part of it, but my perspective. Recently, I've accepted the fact that I often overestimate how much time I have and underestimate how long it's going to take me to get everything done. But moving items along is a win. As I mentioned earlier, I fell short of nearly every goal with my habit trackers this month or last month, but I was so close. I wanted to reach about 20 days maximum and a minimum of 10 days for each habit. It varied depending on the habit. And I just found it incredible that nearly every one I fell short only by two or three days. So that means that if I just work a little bit harder, I can meet my goals. The only goal I completely failed on was doing squats regularly because... Ugh, Who wants to do squats? They're miserable. But for all the other habits, I didn't really try. I didn't set weekly goals. I didn't write it down in my weekly spreads. I just went about my normal routine and completed my habits as I could. So if I just tried a little bit harder, make a little bit more effort, have a little bit more awareness of where I am weekly... I'm more confident that I can reach my goals. I also watched a video by Reflect with Raksha on YouTube where she talked about the cookie jar spread. So this is a spread where you write down things you've done in your life where you might have overcome adversity or demonstrated strength, and you use it to inspire yourself when you're down. Now, we've all been through terrible things, things that we never thought we could get through, whether it was a painful breakup or your parents got divorced or school issues or, you know, homelessness or, I mean, there are all kinds of things where, you know, I had a traumatic childbirth with my daughter, but we come out the other side and we should use them to inspire ourselves when we're down. I have learned through bullet journaling how motivating my own accomplishments can be to myself because no one else is going to celebrate my wins. But I do have a lot of self-doubt. And so I think the cookie jar spread is really inspiring to me because I think it might help me through that sometimes when I'm experiencing that and it's paralyzing me. I also realize why prior approaches to productivity didn't work for me. My husband, he's a systems-based guy, like he's so smart, he's been consuming motivation and productivity books for a long, long time, and he's discovered that he likes to take as much work and obstacles out of his own way to make tasks as easy as possible, so he'll do them. His life motto is speed and efficiency, so he automates as much as he can. You can imagine he kind of side-eyes my journal. But I've tried over the years to implement some of his systems, like to-do lists, and they never stuck for me. The last thing that I used was the Todoist app on my phone. And it worked at first, but then I got behind on the tasks, and the past due ones just piled up and it became very discouraging. And so I quit using it. And there's a ton of examples of that over the years. But I realized automation isn't important to me. Making things easy on myself isn't a priority for me to get things done. And it doesn't help me be more productive. For my husband, automation is sometimes a blessing and a curse because He'll get frustrated if things aren't speedy or efficient, and sometimes it can get in his way and make it more difficult. But for me, the whys are more motivating. I don't value efficiency. I want to think about my projects as I'm interacting with them in my journal, and I want to retain some intentionality and meaning behind them and remember that I'm trying to find some balance between all the facets of my life. So that's not to say my husband doesn't want these things too, but he achieves them in a different way. Like he wants to put in enough work to get things automated and then let them work for him so he can focus on meaning and balance. I learned an important lesson about balance last month. I've never been an overachiever. Like when I was in high school, I just called myself an achiever. I am a smart enough person, so I did the bare minimum I needed to to get through and not much more. But I'm finding with bullet journaling a drive I never knew existed. But there is a downside. Like what do you do when you have plans to get things done and life comes up? that happened to me last week. So my dad just moved closer to me about six months ago. He's still about an hour away, but to him, that's nothing. He would hop in the truck and drive three hours and not even balk at it. So an hour is just no big deal. So he texted me last week after I had had my weekend completely planned out, my work day, my reset day. And he asked to use my iron. And I'll be honest, it was a little irritating to me. Like, I love my dad, I do, but I had stuff to do. And when he comes over, it's not just one thing, it ends up turning into an afternoon. We sit around, we watch TV, we maybe go out to eat. So he wants to drive an hour, it's like 70 miles to use my iron. He could have bought one for less than what he spent on gas and he wouldn't be wasting two hours driving needlessly. But I know it wasn't really about the iron. Like he's a single guy. I'm the only family he has in the area. My brother's about five hours away. You know, I've got my daughter, so he wants to see his grandchild. So I said, okay, but It did irritate me because I'm motivated now, and I am trying to get stuff done. But as I got kind of irritated, I had to stop and think about what's important. My goals are, are important. My projects are important. My time is important. But there are things that will always come up, and some things are more important. My dad won't be around forever, And I'm at a point in my life where I've lost people. I only have one grandparent remaining. And the ones I've lost, I think about them every day, even the ones I wasn't close with. And I think about how I wish I had had more time with them and been able to get to know them better. So I have a little bit more perspective about my loved ones and how our time is limited with them. So that Saturday, I got done what I could and I spent the rest of the afternoon with my dad begrudgingly at times and not without thinking about what I should be doing, but I did it nonetheless. I'm trying to achieve more in my life, but I also want a fulfilling life. And as a mother and a wife, I often take my family for granted in favor of doing other things. It makes me think about that Thanos meme where he's looking at the young Gamora and he says, we did it. And she responds, at what cost? Our time is limited. Our time in a day, our time on this earth. We can't create more time no matter how much we try. And when we spend time on one task, it's taking time from another. So I got things a lot of things done. Laundry, cooked dinner, worked, worked on my project, read, but now it's nine o'clock at night and I haven't seen my family all day and it's almost time for bed and I do it a lot. It happens a lot and I haven't been as conscientious about how I sacrifice my family time for productivity and I realize that I need to find a way to strike a balance and make sure my priorities are in order. In general, I'm really proud of the progress I made last month. I can't wait to carry it forward into March. I'll admit I procrastinated a little in March, getting my journal set up. And even now I need to set up my weekly spreads. I need to set up my goals. Or I just did that this morning, actually. But I'm thinking about why I'm doing it and to what end. So I'm trying to be more conscious about what I'm trying to achieve. Overall, February was a month of reflection and introspection for me, and I'm feeling great about where I'm going. I do feel a little overwhelmed by the number of things I want to do, but it's also motivating to me to just get stuff done, get it handled. Thank you for joining me today on my bullet journal journey. I'm not sure what my next episode is going to be. I have a few ideas, but if you hit that subscribe button, you'll get alerted as soon as it's up. You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. You can shoot me an email at riverflowerart at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm your host, Dani Kay, and this has been my bullet journal journey.